Welcome to the very first episode of What's Up Whitecaps. I'm Ben Steiner. And I'm Tom Courier. And we are your hosts for this podcast. This podcast has been a long-time dream of mine, and as we get set to kick off the 2019 MLS season, both of us figured that this would be a good time to launch this new podcast. Pretty much what this podcast is going to be is a show that will keep you up to date with all things Whitecaps and Canada soccer, and soccer happenings around Vancouver and the Lower Mainland. Everything from the first team to players being transferred out and how they're doing and academy updates will be touched on on this podcast. We will offer you a breadth of knowledge about Vancouver soccer happenings and alongside this we will also bring you inter- interviews with fans, experts and even club personnel throughout the season. This being our first episode, we had a few hiccups along the way, but I hope you enjoy the first episode of What's Up Whitecaps. To get things started off, let's recap some of the big changes in Whitecaps land. So, Tom, we come into this new season, we've seen 20 players leave the Whitecaps, uh, 17 have been signed, but the first step in this was relieving Carl Robinson of his duties, that happened at the end of last year, and uh, they've appointed Mark DeSantos as the head coach, what are your initial thoughts on this? Well, it, at first <laughs> glance, he seems like a very good, he seems like a very good coach, seems like he's definitely got the knowledge, if you look at his history he is just he's a top uh, coach very well known around the MLS and I think I think how he's come in um, going very clean slate as they say uh, sweep the house Um, I think it's a really great strategy because you know Whitecaps for the past couple of years they've been got they've been kind of just just barely making the playoffs or not making the playoffs and I think even the fans even admit we need to make a difference I think Master Santos is doing that just that and also, I believe that the board has a lot of trust in him. And I, even though it's very drastic what he's done, I think it's really going to pan out very well. Yeah, he's certainly had success not at the MLS level yet. He's only been an assistant coach with LAFC last year. Um, but he's certainly had a lot of success wherever he's gone, whether it's in Brazil, in Portugal, or most recently with uh, San Francisco Deltas winning the NASL in 2017. And I think... Appointing a Canadian coach is probably a very good idea, and I know that the Whitecaps have been quite high on Mark DeSantos for a while now, and to finally kind of get their guy, uh, I think is going to be a good move. Yeah, I think um, I think that's uh, I think it's a great move, and especially with the fact that the World Cup's coming so soon, I think it just you know shows shows how you know Canada soccer clubs you know how they're really believing in their Canadian players and the Cana- not just their players but also the coaches and everyone around Canada soccer just because I feel after the World Cup especially or just whilst the World Cup is going on if we can really look like a top soccer country this can really be massive for Canada soccer in the future and the long term for sure and I think you can see that through Dos Santos's initial signings um, he's been very high on domestic players signing quite a few Canadians in his overhaul of the club. Mm -hmm. Um, And I generally think it's going to be good to have more Canadian talent out on the pitch, even though kind of stars like Davies have uh, departed the club. Um, But we see guys like Maxime Carpeau come in and net uh, a domestic keeper who he was familiar with from his time in Ottawa. Um, And we see other Canadians throughout the roster as well. Which which is great, and but let's you know let's touch on that you know the players have come in and the players have gone out. So there were 
a lot of obviously as you know if you would know there were a lot of players that got loaned out or got traded or they decided to not they decided to decline the contract um to decline the option but you know even though we've all seen that they've brought we've brought in a lot of players and as you said we brought in a lot of good canadian players and Look at it. Lots of these um, Whitecaps players. If you look at it, you know you feel sorry for them. But throughout the season, you can just tell they weren't they weren't pulling they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. Or you know they've decided to go into different different things in their career. For example, we got Alfonso Davies, and we we all knew he was going to go to Europe. He's a great player, and we wished the best of luck with him. And all of Canada's really you know rooting for him. So that sh- that should be good. But what do you think about the new players coming in? Especially, you know, we got Freddie Montero coming back, and we also got um, we got this new player. We got Lucas Venuto. He seems like a great player. So, what do you think about these new um, people coming in? What do you think about their overall skill, and how do you think they'll come to the team? Well, I think it's adding adding all these new players is definitely adding a new culture to the club. I think that the culture near the end of last year is we all remember on media day. Uh, being called the Media Day Massacre, where uh, Captain Kendall Waston publicly stated he wanted to leave the club, and uh, a whole bunch of players kind of talked about the tox- toxic nature within that locker room. And so I think p- placing a whole reset on it is definitely good, and bringing in virtually a whole new team, and Vancouver's pretty much an expansion team this year uh, in practice. But if you were to look individually at some of the players brought in, I think the goalkeeping position is one that is going to be looked at quite heavily. Um, Zach McMath comes in from backing up uh, Tim Howard in Colorado the past couple of years, and he's never really been tested as a starting keeper. Yep. And then you also have a young Canadian in Maxim Crapo. Uh, and it's kind of undecided who's going to be the starting keeper for the Whitecaps. Uh, I think probably McMath is going to start the year in net uh, against Minnesota, um, but that could easily be taken by Crapo. So the net will definitely be something I'm curious to watch this year. But in terms of players who are going to have a big impact, I expect uh, Nbom Huang to have a very big game impact. Uh, he's a very skilled midfielder, I think. Uh, and... Freddie Montero, of course, is going to be very important up front for the Whitecaps, and I think his return brings an element of MLS experience that was missing in this roster that MDS has put together. That's uh, that's well said. Um, but what do you think about, for example, we have, um, you know, how do you think he's going to Marcus Sanders is going to use his style of play? Do you think that these players that have been kept or have been brought in, do you think they're going to be able to? adapt to Marcus Asante's style of play, especially considering um, how we saw the preseason turn out? Well, preseason definitely didn't go to plan. Uh, and offensively, the Whitecaps weren't very threatening. Um, but I think part of the problem was also we had signings arriving throughout preseason. For example, Freddie Montero didn't arrive till the last game. Same with Wang and Bum. Uh, and... So that has been a problem, and uh, we have a couple guys who are injured. Um, Jesser Kamiri, uh, the new Tunisian center back, he didn't even get into preseason action. Um, and so you feel that uh, the the preseason wasn't really a true test to the new team that's coming in and going to be the regular season team. 
Yeah, I think the team definitely needs some more time to gel. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's not ready to go just yet. Uh, what they might be able to get is just out of excitement. They might be able to squeeze a couple wins early, but it'll definitely take a couple weeks to gel and to get everyone healthy again uh, and be really ready to go. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That's good. I, I think some key players on my in my mind this year that he's brought in are the key players are going to be John Arike. Um, He comes in from a long career in uh, the Spanish league two. And then on the wings, of course we saw the departure of guys like Kristen Chichera, but MDS brings in guys like Las Bangura and Lucas Venuto, two guys who I think are going to be really good this year. Very well said. Right, so out of all the, all the transfer that's been going on, who do you think's probably, other than Alfonso Davies, the biggest loss to the team? I'm tempted to say Stefan Marinovic, but... He was a good goalie. He was a good goalie, although MDS has said you don't use your international roster spots on goalkeepers. That's a theory I get, and in a league like MLS, it makes sense. Uh, when you can get a perfectly good goalkeeper and not use an international roster spot. And I think he's done that with McMath and Crapo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the biggest loss will probably be uh, Kendall Waston. Yeah, that's well said. He he was the captain of the team. He was a very good defender. He's uh, He went to the World Cup last year and obviously, you know, he's country didn't do great, Costa Rica, but um, it's yeah, he still played as well as he could, and that's all you can ask for, and especially for an MLS player to go to the World Cup is incredible. But at the end of the day, you know, attitude is a big part of becoming a professional player because lots of these players they're very similar in terms of their skill, but I think what comes down to it, lots lots of the time is their attitude for sure because they can really you know, help the team change room culture. And I think that's why Kai Kamara also left. He, you know, on the outside, he looked like a really great player who was scoring great goals. But, you know, what was happening behind closed doors, I don't, from what we're getting the gist, I don't think it was great, especially after the media day massacre. So in that case, you know, onto that, who do you think was the biggest win that we got from our transfers? Well, it certainly looks like Inbaum Huang is going to be something to watch this year. Uh, a young DP coming from Korea. I know he's only played in Korea and he's only played in the second division there, but he got a lot of interest uh, from Europe, um, was supposed to go to Europe apparently, um, and there might have been some shady stuff that gone on with, with his agent that landed him at the Whitecaps. Um, but Inbaum Huang, he'll be... A very important acquisition, I think. Uh, John Arike, who I previously mentioned, I think he's a guy who has very good composure in the midfield. And then, of course, up front, Joaquin Ardiaz. He's a young DP coming from Uruguay. I think he's going to be very important if he can find his footing in MLS. And then, of course, Freddie Montero. Oh, of course, yeah. We, We all love him. We all know what he can offer. He scored... Uh, 13 goals here two years ago, and I think playing under MDS's new style, 
he can find more success than he did under Carl Robinson. For sure, for sure. I, I completely agree with that. So, I reckon, uh, I reckon what do you think is going to be um, three bold predictions? Three bold predictions I have for this season. Um, Freddie Montero's going to be the starter. I don't know whether that's a bold prediction. Um, How many goals do you reckon? 14. He's going right. to get his best season ever in MLS, scoring 14 goals. I uh, reckon he's going to rack up assists? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think he's more of a goal have, scorer. That's okay. He's going to be more of an out-and-out goal scorer mm-hmm. uh, than he has been in the past. Yep. Um, I think MDS's style, which is very uh, hold on to the ball and build slowly rather than hoof it up the pitch, is going to uh, benefit Montero, and he he is going to get into the position to score goals. Uh, another prediction I've got for this year is Inbam Huang is going to win. Newcomer of the Year in MLS. Oh, oh wow. Okay. All right. I, That's I, a bold statement. Yeah. I, And I think he will start off very fast. Um, and then one that probably won't please too many of our listeners out there is I don't think the Whitecaps are going to make the playoffs. I have, Ooh. Them, I have them just missing out. Uh, I think it's going to take too long to gel. And by the time they gel, uh, other teams will have gelled too. And they'll just be one step ahead of the Whitecaps throughout the season. All right. Well, what about for you? Well, um, I think you said, you know, my two of those bold predictions were they were very accurate, but uh, play, playoffs, I reckon. I don't think they will get first in the West, obviously, but I think they will be able to get seventh. I reckon that's what I'm putting it at. I reckon they're going to get seventh. Uh, reason why I believe that is because, yes, it's a new team, but also if you've seen in just lots of sports, especially if we look at uh, Ole, uh, Ole Solskjaer with Manchester United, he, you know, he's obviously it's a different situation, of course, but he's a new coach and he's come in and he's been out, he's kind of shocked lots of the Premier League teams. And I think Marcus Santos is going to do this as well. Um, there were there was there's not much footage on him with his new squad, especially such a new squad like this. You can't really, it's hard to prepare for game for games like this as a uh, another coach. And I, I think Marco Santos were able to catch by surprise at the start of the season. And whilst that's happening, the players will gel. And obviously, you know, we're going to drop. We're still we're obviously going to drop points. We're we're not going to win every game. And but I I reckon we're going to be able to get into the playoffs for sure. Um, and how we go into the playoffs, you know, determines what happens. So, yeah. So you have us making the playoffs, which I don't. And what are your other two predictions you've got for this season? Another another two predictions I have for this season. I reckon that, I reckon that Theo Bear is going to be a big surprise. He's going to be our surprise up front. And he's going to, I reckon he's going to make an impact. I don't think he's going to do as well as Freddie Montero. But I think he's going to score, I reckon, I'm going to call that 10 goals. I'm going to say he's going to score 10 goals. For an academy product, you think 10 goals? 10 goals, I reckon. That's my bold prediction. He's a very good player. Certainly bold, eh? It's very bold. He's a very good player. And I think, you know, he's going to, especially with such a new team, he has a chance to get into the first team and, you know, get get some good game time. I reckon he's going to do very well. And he's going to be, he's kind of going to be the surprise player of the season. I, I'd say it'd be a massive surprise if Theo Baird gets anywhere close to 10 goals, let alone amount of playing time to get 10 goals. I mean, 
he's shown well at the academy level, but I think that a lot of that comes down to just being bigger than the other guys mm-hmm. and playing against men, which he's never done. Um, Ten goals is definitely a bold prediction. All right. All right. Well, I guess, you know, we we'll have to see how that goes. And my second – sorry, my third prediction, I think – I don't think Vancouver Whitecaps will win the Cascadia Cup this year. I reckon that's going to go to the Portland Timbers. That's my prediction. I know, you know, Whitecaps fans, we love the Cascadia Cup. But I reckon, even though I've said they're going to make the playoffs, I don't think they're going to win the Cascadia Cup because Portland and Seattle are very, very strong teams. Agreed. And they're, they're already, they're set. These these two teams, they, you know, Portland went to the finals not that long ago. It's not that many years ago. And I think very, very strong team. I reckon it's going to go to Portland. Seattle also a very strong team. However, in a few maybe next year, a few years, I reckon it's going to be really good. But I don't think all have said, I don't think we should write anything out for sure. And who do you think is going to finish top of the Western Conference this year? Top of the Western Conference. All right. I'm going to give that to LA Galaxy. Uh, LA Galaxy. Yes. I'm going to give that to LA Galaxy. Um, not Nothing to do with Ibrahimovic. I just think... A little bit to do with him. He's just a very intimidating player. Yes, he's old, but you know he's he's a very scary player, especially against defenders in the MLS that have been used to playing against Europe products. And I understand Ibrahimovic isn't what he was, say, even three years ago when he was at Manchester United before he got injured. I think it's just going to be very dangerous. And I think LA Galaxy, especially with Los Angeles FC coming into the competition, I reckon LA Galaxy is going to they're going to really scare some people this year. I. Highly doubt in my mind that a team can go from not making the playoffs one season to winning the Western Conference in the next, but it is MLS and weirder things have happened. Uh, but for me, I have Sporting Kansas City winning the Western Conference. I just, okay. I think all around they're really good. They have a solid coach and Peter Vermes. Uh, Johnny Russell is a big addition for them this year. And then, of course, they add some depth on the striker front with former white cap Eric Hurtado. I just think all around they're a very good team. Uh, of course, they have Tim Mealy on goal as well, who's proven to be one of the best keepers in MLS throughout his career. Uh, so for me, I have Sporting Kansas City finishing top of the conference. Probably Portland just a step behind them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, as we said, Portland and Seattle are very strong teams. And, you know, I don't disagree with you. You know, this is only this is, we're only in the preseason right now, so we can't predict everything, um, you know. We, we've seen in soccer, crazier things have happened with Leicester. So, all right, I reckon for the first episode, that's that about wraps it up. And I just want to say quickly, we'll just touch on the Minnesota game just quickly. What do you think the score is going to be? Quick for, prediction. For the Minnesota game, I the Whitecaps have never dropped a home opener in MLS, uh, although I don't think they're going to be getting three points. Uh, I think there's just not enough time to gel. Uh, yep, they're sure. definitely not ready to go yet. Uh, but we're going to score a couple goals, um, which I think will surprise a few people. Uh, I say it's going to be 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two. all right. Then and what about you? Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to have 3-2 Whitecaps. I reckon they're going to get the win. And who do you have scoring the first goal of 2019? <sighs> first goal of 2019. That's a, that's a tough one. I am going to give it to hmm, – have to think about that one. I'm going to give it to. Do you think Freddie Montero is going to be in the team? I'm the sure game? he'll start, yeah. Then I reckon I'm giving it to Freddie Montero. All right. 
Well, that about wraps it up for What's Up, Ycaps. Thank you guys for listening to this first podcast. I'm Ben Steiner. And I'm Tom Kerr. Thank you and, very much. And we'll be back next week to look back on the Whitecaps' first game and talk more Whitecaps and Vancouver soccer. Thanks for listening.